What is up? What is up? I hope you guys are doing fantastic and thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Mask and Health Solutions podcast where I had the privilege of uh, interviewing Stephen Abbey, the man behind SOSNutrients.com or SOS Nutrition. And we chopped it up and we talked about the difference between quality versus some trash ass supplements and why you should not be going for that bullshit supplement that you find in a lot of the stores because they are made with some trash ingredients, right? And he kind of broke down the difference between what it looked like to get some quality versus, you know, the stuff that you get for cheap. We're like, hey, you know what? I'm at said big old conglomerate store and it's not that bad. It's cheap. I might as well just get it. <laughs> but he broke down the difference and why he goes above and beyond to ensure that he always gets the quality um, ingredients for his supplements, right? So we jumped into that. But first and foremost, before I jump into the full intro, um, again, if you guys are looking for coaching, you guys are looking to get in shape, be sure to get at me. Send me a DM via Instagram or email me at conrad.rodriguez at masculinehealthsolutions.com. And I got links in the description for that. All right. And again, for all your PE gear and all guys that ask me questions, again, you know, they always come up and you guys are like, hey, man, you know, where do you, where do you shop? What do you do? You know, Again, all the links for the PE is all in the description, right? So you can just check out the link for the Total Man Shop. It should still be there. I mean, it is there. <laughs> Along with, if you're looking for coaching in regards to PE, right? I don't do that. All right, but um, Big Al Alfaro, you know, AJ Alfaro, that's his thing. And uh, you can reach out to him and the team from Jelk to Grow. All right, so that's jelktogrow.com. Just click the links. They're all there. If you're looking to learn more about, hey, you know what? I want to get coaching in regards to PE. That's what they do. If you're looking to get like shredded, <laughs> ripped out of your mind, put on some muscle mass, then you reach out to your boy, you know, and I, I'm the one that helps you get into the best shape of your life. But if you're looking for PE coaching, right, I do not do that. Be sure to reach out to the boys from jelly2grow.com. They will set you straight and get you uh, exactly what you want, right, which is PE gains. So again, um, just gonna clarify that up. And the other thing too, if you are looking for like, hey, you know what, I know that you were talking about pumping in an older episode, you know, usually I direct people to the links on the website. Be sure to check out MasculineHealthSolutions.com. You know, I basically put that out there almost like a diary, well, not a diary, kind of like a journal entry, and I made an article form just for the discoveries that I've made in regards to pee, in regards to pumping, gel, and all that kind of good stuff. And of course, the book that I wrote, just because I'm like, hey, you know what, I wish I'd had this when I got started. And it's pretty cheap so again if you are looking to get started you're like hey you know what i want like a, a plan for it you can go with that and i got other things that i basically just kind of put together over the years in regards to pe and obviously better nutrition better health and how all that impacts because hey you know what your body is like a symphony which needs all these different things to ensure that the best sound possible can come together you can't neglect these things which is a perfect segue into what i talked about with Stephen abby on the podcast today you know we talked about why it's so important that you get the proper ethically sourced ingredients for the supplements that you take right and the other thing too that i found really cool is that Stephen abby man this guy's been ripping it up for years he's been a very very successful entrepreneur when i read his uh you know reading his resume i'm just like god man this guy <laughs> he's um 
He's done a lot, man. He's got degrees in, in economics, psychology from the University of Colorado. Then he went on to do some other entrepreneurial things. You know, he worked, he was a co-owner of Neighborhood Power Incorporated, a solar power development company, which made over $40 million in back orders in 2016. Owner and co-founder of Allied Logistics, you know, a Ventura-based aerospace manufacturing exporting firm that was awarded the small business exporter of the year in 2003 let's just say the man kind of knows his way around entrepreneurship but he wanted to create something that could help on the health space why because somebody that was close to him you know he saw was impacted from the negative effects of you know a, a lot of the trash that we see out there that's put out there as quality supplements so what did he do he said you know what i'm gonna take action i'm gonna do something about it and i'm gonna create a company and I'm going to ensure that I put the best possible products into it, right? Best possible ingredients. And I'm going to see where it goes from there. And you know what? The man stands by his word. Products are quality. And um, just from a personal level, after talking to him, I'm just like, wow, you know what? This man stands behind his word. And uh, love to see a guy that walks the walk. So let's jump in to today's podcast episode. Before we get started, one more thing. If you want to get any PE gear, be sure to check out TotalManShop.com. That is TotalManShop.com. And use the promo code MHS2020. Promo code is MHS2020. And get 12% off. Be sure to check out their wide variety of all kinds of good quality PE equipment. All right. And that's promo code MHS2020 for 12% off. And the website, once again, is TotalManShop.com. What is going on, guys? Welcome to another episode of the Mask and Health Solutions podcast, where I'm joined by Stephen Abbey. He's going to drop some knowledge bombs that he already has off air. That's why I had to cut him short and say, hey, hold on a second. <laughs> we got to record all this. But first and foremost, Stephen, how are you today, sir? I'm doing well. Thanks for having me on the show. Bro, man, I'm really looking forward to this conversation. But first and foremost, just give us a little bit about your background and what led you to starting SOS Nutrition. So my, well, my background, I have a degree in economics and psychology, but as I was just telling you, you know, those were good to have, but you know, that, that was just a, a, a moment in time. And I still go back to that, but I mean, I've learned so much more since that time period, but um, you know, my career has been a whole bunch of businesses. Uh, my, my first one was uh, setting up an aerospace manufacturing and exporting firm. And then I went into uh, solar development. I got into real estate. I've done a few other businesses as well, but those have all been money centric, I'll say. They were just see how much I could make. This current one, uh, SOS Nutrients, is a passion project because I had my own health issues 30 years ago. I had psoriasis, I had weight issues, I had fibromyalgia, I had reactive hypoglycemia, and I was just, I, I just wasn't doing that well. And I was going to doctor after doctor, and I just wasn't getting better. You've probably heard this before for other people that have gone into yeah. this, right? just couldn't get results. So I ended up starting to do really a deep dive on nutrition. And I was fascinated by what I found. Really, there's just tremendous data out there 
And I started just geeking out on it. And I didn't just stay in the, the bounds of what was going on for me, but I started looking into cancer and I've been going to cancer conferences for well over 20 years. And I just have, I give cancer presentations at, you know, at, um, you know, the breast cancer resource center and all these other places, it's just because I've been fascinated with it. And this information, which is just seems to me life-changing is not being utilized by most people that have cancer or diabetes or heart disease. And it's just, I, I, so what got me to actually do this is once I dealt with my own issues, I helped some friends that were at the end of their life dying of preventable diseases. And I couldn't get them easy, comprehensive, whole food nutrition. And when a really good close friend of mine died, uh, three years ago, um, I just decided, okay, I'm going to make a product. Um, I, I want to get this out there to prevent these kind of things from happening. And uh, it's been quite a journey <laughs> since that time. So it yeah, sounds so that's like it. it. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it, it's interesting you say that too, because one of the biggest things that I find for myself, I remember when I looked into like you know there was this old documentary called The Forbidden Cures of Cancer. I don't know if you've heard of it. Now that you mentioned that. Mm -hmm. But I mean, and that's where I was kind of introduced to, you know, Dr. Hawksley, um, Maximilian Herson, uh, who was the other one, Esther Esiak. And they all fell within the realms of using nutrition as a way to cure diseases. And I'm like, to your point, how come none of this has been implemented into our medical system? Like I laugh, but at the same time, you know, it's, it truly is sad. You know, it's like probably one of the saddest things, but I just can't wrap my head around other than greed, like as to why this is even possible. What have you discovered in regards to that? And and why do you think the system has been made in this way? Well, it's really a shame. I mean, you mentioned ACAC T, uh, Renee ACAC. So she basically got shut down. She had a clinic. Hawks yeah. had 17 clinics and he got run out. And then Gerson had to be run out and he ended up down in uh, Mexico where his daughter Charlotte took over. And I've been to see their clinic uh, a couple right. of times. And um, there's amazing things. So cancer is one of the areas that I've done a deep dive. So that's why I know these three just off the top of my head. But there's so many other things that people can do and it's not being utilized. And so they all, all of those ones that you just brought up have a component to really help somebody both prevent and actually treat cancer. Now, those wouldn't be what I would just say, okay, tie a bow around it and that would be it. But there's so much other information, but it's, we're really being funneled down to three or maybe four ways, you know, surgery, chemo and radiation, at least for when you're talking about cancer. But then uh, there may be some hormones, but there's this whole plethora of other things that people can do. So it's really a shame. And when you say it's greed, I'm going to go and I'm going to put myself out on a limb. It's more than that. It's control. And it's been going on for a long time now. And greed and control are, you know, they go hand in hand a little bit, but there's a there's a real scary aspect of what's going on in regards to that. Yeah. Well, yeah. And I mean, to your point, I agree with that. And one of the biggest things that I find in regards to control, for me, it's like looking at the test levels in men. And I'm like, testosterone just keeps plummeting and plummeting and plummeting. The fertility levels keep getting a little bit lower. 
And a lot of people will say, hey, man, you might be digging into the conspiratorial side of things, to which I say, at this point, I don't even see it as a conspiracy anymore. But, <laughs> you know, and that's just me. Where, you, I, like I said before, I was looking into different studies where they talked about how certain men or certain boys were being born with micro penises and never fully developed their manhood, right? Whether it was the testicles, um, even going through puberty and really reaching their optimal levels. And one of the things they found was just excessive amounts of microplastics in the womb, which to me, I'm like, okay, that's very strange. But how come we haven't done anything to change anything about it? And the xenoestrogens just keep popping up. And the more people do their blood work and stuff, I really do feel to your point in regards to control, I do feel like there might be a culling of the population or it's just easier to control people with antipsychotics, you know, the stuff that they've actually proven to be found in the water, be it fluoride and other things, right? And again, that's kind of where it gets uncomfortable for some people to talk about this because they think, hey, man, you know what? You may be nuts. However, after 2020, a lot of people kind of saw the light and they were like, whoa, man, something's going on. Something's yeah. a little bit off with this. <laughs> TJ, you're speaking my language. So we, I've gone down this rabbit hole for many years. And there's, I don't normally talk about it because most people aren't open to it. But there's so much going on behind the scenes. But the, the word like conspiracy theory has been weaponized. So it's yeah. just immediately once you use that word, people just shut off. And if you, there was a CIA document again to go mm -hmm. down. Spirit, have you seen that? Yeah, I did. Where they actually they coined, they basically coined the make word, it yeah. conspiracy theorists to be whack jobs, and so they put them together with other things, and then they just explode. Like they put a word. So now all these people are doing flat Earth, and I'll just say I, I, that doesn't look accurate to me, to say the least. But mm -hmm. let's just say for now, one way or the other, that's not accurate. So they put this out where this group and everybody just says, oh, flatter, you're a flat earther, right? You're out of your mm -hmm. mind. I don't I don't uh, disparage any beliefs at this point. I look into everything because so many of the things that I wouldn't have thought possible have been clearly taking place. And so um, but those that word conspiracy theorist has been weaponized. And when so when you talk about testosterone specifically, I want to just address that. So I know you you've taught you know a lot about this, right? Have you said <laughs> in terms of um, with testosterone specifically, where uh, they looked at the association with zinc? I think so. Where they actually saw that a lot of the food that we had was deficient in zinc, and because of that, the test levels were impacted negatively. If I'm not mistaken. I think so that's why I saw. Yes, that that's the case. But in this specific study that I'm referring to, what they did is they did a correlation analysis between zinc intake and testosterone, and there was a high correlation. But correlation does not mean causation. Causation, right? yeah. So yeah. what they did is they took a group of young, healthy men with good testosterone, and they put them on a zinc restricted diet. And it over the course of I think it was five months. It might've been six though, but over that course, and I would not want to be on this study. They put them <laughs> on a zinc restricted diet. They lost 73.5% of their testosterone. What? And then they took other men that had low testosterone and they gave them 30 milligrams of zinc. And they went up in the same time period by 92.5%. So my testosterone currently, so I'm 57, my testosterone currently is higher than it was 20 years ago. So it is 
it is clear you can augment your testosterone. And I keep track of all my blood. I take it all the mm -hmm. time. I'm just interested, right? And this is now part of my business and my passion, right? But in terms of, of somebody wanting a good amount of testosterone, there are many things to do. And I can go down some of the other ones, but and for sexual performance and all that. But you have to have a base of zinc otherwise. And then it's a matter of what kind of zinc. Like personally, I want to have a healthy whole food form of zinc, right? So what's in my product is a guava leaf extract. Actually, in my new product coming out, it's going to have a couple of different things, but it's a guava. It's a natural substance. It's not a synthetic. Most things are like zinc gluconate or something like that, which is mm -hmm. which is a synthetic, which you're just taking zinc and binding it to uh, a, a, just a molecule. It's a chelated molecule, right? So it's not the same. Uh, but the one thing is, is, don't just run out and buy zinc and just start taking it because essentially you're going to give yourself a stroke because you have to balance it out with copper. If you yeah. just think those are antagonistic towards each other, you want to make sure that you have both. You just have to have plenty so that you overcome that. Because when I say giving yourself a stroke, I'm not kidding. Somebody takes zinc for a long period of time. Their measured amounts in their blood of copper will almost be zero. And then you're starting to have real dangers. Interesting. I mean, I had um somebody in the podcast who brought that up too about how you got to balance everything on the body and how like if you take too much of one thing, it can t completely alter everything else. And a perfect example of that too is testosterone. You know, guys will take exogenous testosterone, and estrogen goes up. That's not balanced. It gets all kind of wacky, and it's all synthetic, right? But in your case and what you did with SOS nutrients, tell me more about that because. I mean, there's some companies that say they do that and they get it from a whole food source. I don't think all the companies out there are doing that. But tell me more about the products that went into creating um, your formulas, because that's extremely interesting to me, because I'm like, you said you got that from guava leaf? To guava leaf extract. Yeah. You know, so there are all sorts of things in here. Like it's taken me, it's, you know, it's three and a half years of product development. Nobody does that, right? Nobody yeah. does it was crazy. I, I mean, basically like the iodine, most companies, if you look at a product, it's going to be potassium iodide. That's, that's it. Right. Mm -hmm. So I go and I find three organic kelp sources from Iceland uh, and blended so that I know exactly how much uh, iodine is in there. It's 3000 parts per million, right? It's tiny amounts. But so it, when somebody buys potassium iodide, that's a synthetic form, right? Um, so I have to put in 253 times the amount and it cost me because it's actually less expensive than the, but it cost me in terms of to get the same amount, it cost me 45 times more, but it's a whole food form. It's in a green leafy vegetable. It's a full spectrum of minerals and it's far away from any industrial center. So it's not polluted, right? It's because most yeah most of our oceans are so polluted. So you want to be far away from any industrialized center. So that's just one. Then we have vitamin C. That's a blend of freeze dried organic berries, like instead of ascorbic acid. So just to give you an idea, because almost nobody knows this. Have you ever seen how ascorbic acid or vitamin C in a lab is manufactured? No, never. So it used to be done in uh in new jersey a huge plant out there 90 percent of the world's supply of ascorbic acid was made there 
It's all moved over to China. 95% of the world supply is now made in China. And the way they do it, the main, there are a couple of different ways, but the main way they do it is you take high fructose corn syrup, you put it under incredible pressure, incredible heat, you then do an acetone wash, and then you neutralize it with hydrochloric acid. And in the end, you have a molecule that is chemically identical to what you find in nature, but it will have no vitamin activity without the cofactors, bioflavonoids, or anything like that. And, and energetically, do you think those are the same molecules, even though you can't see a difference? One doesn't even work by itself. So it has to get things from what you're eating. Otherwise, it doesn't work. And energetically, it's made in a lab. It's never seen the light of day. It's been created in a totally alien process. I, I would just suggest to you, they are not the same. And I have on my website a, a research article where it looks at dietary vitamin C compared to supplemental for heart disease. And the more and more vitamin C from supplements that they were getting, the faster and faster they were moving towards heart disease. Whereas the people that were having dietary vitamin C, the more that they were having, it had a protective effect, albeit it wasn't a huge one, but it was a protective effect. And, um, and to me, that's the re that is the re it's the dirty secret because almost all supplements are synthetic. Now you go on to, uh, Amazon and type in vitamin C. I'll tell you, I just did it. And the first 50 that I looked at were all synthetic. Now they might say ascorbic acid and camu camu or amla or acerola cherry or one of them. But the truth is, is you don't know how much of each is in there. And the, the truth is, is it's, it's over 20 times more expensive to put in amlo or acerola cherry or whatever. So it's just, it's really too bad because these are super healthy things to have real vitamin C and ascorbic acid is just a cheap substitute in my opinion. So, and based on the science. Man, I mean, I knew the supplement industry wasn't perfect either, <laughs> you know, but at yeah. the same time, I also felt like the corruption hadn't fully taken over because pretty much as soon as you said that, you know, I immediately thought about how people just go on Amazon and just basically rebrand different products. They do private labeling, drop shipping, and hey, I'm making money now, but I'm making money in a dirty way, in a sleazy way, in my opinion, because it's kind of like you're not really putting something of quality out there. And I mean, for most people, it's going to be very, very difficult for them to actually go in there and say, hey, you know what? This is a high quality product. You know, luckily for me, I got my wife who's a detective out here and she always says, hey, if I'm going to get anything, I got to do tons of research on it first. And I'm like, all right, you know, you got to do what you got to do. And it's really, I don't want to say disheartening, but it, it kind of is just because I feel like the entire supplement industry, the food industry is working against a lot of us, you know, because yeah. we want to be healthy. But even now, it's like, I want to get vitamin C in. But from what you're telling me now, it's like, yo, we're just basically consuming dead supplements too. Unfortunately, and to that point, have you seen basically the supplement industry has been taken over by the pharmaceutical industry? Oh, God. Look so the FDA is over? Look at who owns which companies. All the big companies are owned by a pharmaceutical. Oh, so, yeah. So it's been to a great degree taken over and they buy the companies that are successful, right? Yeah. What makes a successful company? One with a high profit margin. Doing what I'm doing, you can't have a profit margin or I'd be charging $500 a bag. I mean, the yeah. truth is, this is psychotically expensive. 
to do what I'm doing. So that's the reason why nobody I'm talking about, right? But nobody's ever going to do it because it has supply chain issues. You know, the big companies couldn't even do this. So it's really a shame. Well, I mean, for the big companies, to your point, logistically, they couldn't do it. Like, they just can't. The only way to, for them to make it work is to have one big, massive plant printing all this dead stuff the same way they print out their dead food, <laughs> you know? like, And that's, like, another scam, too, when it comes to, like, nothing against vegans, but I'm like, hey, man, that Beyond Meat burger doesn't smell right, you know? <laughs> it's like, doesn't smell right, doesn't look right, and it's got more chemicals than, like, Chernobyl, man. Like, it, it is not healthy. I don't think it's good for the body. But to your point, logistically, you're right. I don't think Walmart or any of these big companies could really make it work with like, hey, you know what? We're going to go to Iceland and find this stuff. Then we're going to get some guava. Like, no, there's no way that they could possibly do that. You know, you'd, it, they would run out. I mean, so this is uh, like, so what? just to give you an idea, um, I when I go to my manufacturer, because uh, we all go to a co-packer and they pack up everything, but the way normal companies do it and they they place one purchase order with that co-packer that co-packer buys everything brings it in because they're all they just say we want vitamin b12 cyanocobalamin or methocobalamin or whatever right they go out and buy it and they do it and they get the cheapest possible thing they can they come up with a price they tell them what it is and that's how they sell it right i buy everything i want full control of the supply chain and I want the best because I went to a company who was going to do it. And they said, you know, we can get this so much cheaper for you. And I was like, but I, OK, the quality is super important to me. But they just stripped out everything. And that is how the supplement, because everything is about getting every cent off for each serving. It really is. Yeah. And I'll tell you, I don't know. We'll, we'll see how this this goes. This is, I've done many businesses. I've never, I've always done B2B businesses. I've never done a consumer product. This is a very different business, but I don't know. I'm still, I, I'm excited by it. I think I, I'm having amazing results with people. Um, and so, I'm, in fact, I, if you don't mind, I'll give you one. Do you know, yes, uh, there's a guy, Forrest Galante, who is uh, the host of Animal Planet and Discovery Channel. He's just really, he's, he's an adventure, right? He's a crazy guy that, He's constantly flying off uh, and they have, he has a film crew around him and he's going and finding extinct animals that he's actually finding as crazy as it sounds. And, uh -huh. um, and so I, I pitched him on the idea. I said, dude, you've got like a million followers. Um, I'm like, why don't I do this? I'll bring you a smoothie every day. We'll take your blood before and we'll take your blood after. I'm doing a study with, you know, 10 people. You could be one of them, but I'll actually hand do it. You don't have to do anything. You just need to drink the thing. And he said, all right. So I took his blood and I told him, I don't expect much because we're only doing this for, you know, it was supposed to be three months, but he had to go on a shoot. So we only did it for five and a half weeks. But I said, you know, you're kind of an Adonis, man. You're, you're like a Greek God. I don't think this is going to really make that big of a difference, but we'll let's see. But as it turns out, his inflammation as measured by C-reactive protein is 10.9, like psychotically high. His A1C uh, was pre-diabetic. His uh, oxidative stress was two and a half times the red zone. Like he's just was off the chart in all these areas. I was really surprised. Fast forward uh, five and a half weeks, his C-reactive protein went from 10.9 to 1.6. So his inflammation dropped drastically. His, 
His prediabetes went from a 5.7 to a perfect 5.0. His oxidative stress, so he's gonna, his oxidative stress, and one number dropped by 52% and the other by 65. Like these are fantastic results, but I'm bringing him a handcrafted smoothie. Like this is the way that you can actually have real results. And for some of your listeners that are wanting really, like when you're talking about sexual performance and things, mm -hmm. need to have your nitric oxide uh, system working. You, I know you know that, right? And oh, I'm yeah, sure definitely. <laughs> so what are the things that have the highest forms? Of course, beets. Everybody looks at beets and beet yeah. juice, that sort of stuff. But the highest actual form are greens. But you can't get in too many greens in terms of a salad and everything. But I put like... One, there's greens, there are greens in my product, but my product, SOS Nutrients, my first product is to be mixed into a healthy smoothie. So mine has a full spectrum of both vitamins and minerals, right? But then from whole foods, again, you're putting whole foods on top of whole foods, yeah. but you put that in, you put it in with a whole bunch of greens and you're like immediately boosting your nitric oxide level. And then you want to have zinc to boost your testosterone. You need to balance it out with copper, et cetera, et cetera. There are all these things. Ashwagandha is fantastic, as I'm sure you know. But yeah. there's just so many things that I get all excited when I when we start talking about it. No, I mean, the thing that blows my mind is like you put together this compound and you're actually seeing it work like in front of you. And the one thing I was going to ask you after you gave uh, Mr. Scalante the, the, the trial for five weeks, how did he feel just from a personal level? What did he tell you about it? Well, he's super excited. So he's going to do a series of, uh, of uh, videos, like going over his experience with it. And um, so we're actually going to set that up. He's got a full film crew and all that sort of stuff. So we're going to do that. That's pretty awesome, man. Because yeah, it I sounds. We're gonna do it with his film crew, and I'm not gonna just have my my <laughs> call or something. But I don't know. We'll we'll figure that out. No, yeah, because I mean, honestly, to feel, I mean, the inflammation for me that's a big thing for a lot of athletes. Like for me, I work out, I do bodybuilding competitions, you know, and that's one of the things where it's like, yo, man, you feel your joints get a little bit achy, and it, it would be nice to have something where it's like I don't have to have ashwagandha over here, zinc over there, you know. I got all these different supplements I got to remember to take on the daily. If I could just throw that in my shake, man, that'd be money, <laughs> you know, just easy, just boom, wham, bam. And thank you, ma'am. And I think yeah. it's something that we could actually implement because to your point and, and, you know, obviously you want to change and make a massive impact in people's lives. But I find when it comes to health and fitness and just nutrition in general, the only way we're really going to get through to a vast majority of the population is if you make it real easy. And I think nothing gets easier than a shake, man. So it's <laughs> a smart way to go about it. Well, that was part of the reason why I designed it. So think about this. Uh, so the average American, according to a, a study that came out like four or five years ago, the average American has 12% of their diet are whole plant foods, right? So 42% was fats and sugars. That's refined fats and refined oh, sugars. 20% <laughs> was um, processed grains. 26% were meat and dairy and 12% were whole foods, right? So if you look at that, so the processed grains and the fats and sugars added up to 62%, 62% essentially zero nutritional value. It has caloric value, but zero nutritional value. So fast forward to uh, there have been now a series of studies 
uh, on the phytochemical index. What's the phytochemical index? It just means what percentage of the diet are whole plant foods, right? And whole can be, it, it can be beans, it can be whole grains, it can be fruits and vegetables, it can be nuts and seeds, but it has to be whole foods. They're not looking at like the difference between iceberg lettuce and kale, right? They're just looking at what's whole food, right? But they this was done out of the University of Tehran Medical Sciences Division, the most prestigious university in that part of the world, not of the world, but in that part of the world. And they started looking at it and they did it with uh, breast cancer. And the difference between the highest uh, quartile compared to the lowest quartile, or the highest 25% uh, compared to the lowest 25% had a 92% reduction in breast cancer and 91% reduction in prediabetes, a 66% reduction in um, obesity, a 59% reduction in metabolic syndrome, a 62% reduction in depression, et cetera, et cetera having a whole a, a good percentage of your diet from whole plant foods makes a huge difference. I'm not saying everybody needs to be vegan or vegetarian. I'm saying get a very large amount of your diet from whole plant foods. So when I have a smoothie and I have one almost pretty much every day, I make a huge one. It's like usually about 22 to 26 ounces, somewhere right around there. And it's just packed with all these things. I put in cruciferous vegetables. I put in greens. And I have these recipes on my website because if you want to actually change your life and you think a multivitamin under typically is going to do it, it's not going to do it. So, But if you participate, you make that, and then you add in SOS nutrients, you're now covering all those things. It, normal smoothies don't have a mushroom blend. Mushroom blends are fantastic for your health. And normal smoothies don't have any vitamin B12. They don't have any vitamin K2. They don't have any vitamin D. They have almost no selenium, almost no iodine, et cetera, et cetera. Mm -hmm. This is where it comes in. So I have the things like greens and I have cruciferous vegetables and I have uh, a freeze-dried berry blend. But the truth is, is those only, I'm throwing those in for people that are not making it that way, right? So, but if somebody does that, you know, they're taking whole foods and putting more whole foods that are specifically dialed in and you can actually make a big difference just like Forrest did. And now a whole bunch of other people in my study. So I have nine more people's results that are going to be coming out over the next couple of months too. So I'm super excited about that. No, it sounds super exciting, man. Like, you know, it's funny. It kind of reminds me in, um, cause I'm Costa Rican, right? And when I when we go back, there's this drink that they sell. It's kind of like, we have like a farmer's market type thing and there's always this famous green drink they call it They're like yo what's in it they're like man, a bunch of green stuff bro but if you drink it you'll probably live a long time <laughs> you know oh, that's funny. don't know what's in it but it's a whole bunch of green stuff yeah they're like, yeah we put all the green stuff in this one it's good for you i mean i tried it it tasted delicious but the energy i got and like that's the one thing that i i think we can't really replicate so well in north america right now is that at this farmer's market, this was stuff in like the backyard, right? There was no organic seal, USD. There was none of that, right? Like this was just like the organic stuff that was growing there. You know, they put it together, they blended it up, you drink it, right? And it's like, wow, that energy boost. Like it just felt very, very real. But one of the things that I think where SOS nutrients can really make a big difference here and anywhere around the world for that matter is just the fact that you did cover all those bases. But I think one of the biggest things that's not talked about is how our soil here in North America is so micronutriently deficient, right? 
So SOS nutrients comes in, it's kind of like you're able to pack that punch back into our food. And I think, I don't know how, how did you put that one together? I don't know, but you know, it's genius because it's like you were able to incorporate the stuff that we should be eating and just basically brought it back, you know, and brought it back in the best way possible. So kudos to you for that, man. Cause it's, I don't know, man. It's like, I, I do think it, it's going to have to become a staple in everybody's diet in the near future. Cause I, I don't think, I think at this point, if you're still relying on your government or the FDA or somebody else to take care of you or take care of your health, that's a pipe dream. You know, I really feel that the individual has to look into companies like yours and start doing something about it. Cause if not, you're going to fall prey to the system, man. This system is not very nice. <laughs> you know, the system is looking to cash out on you and say, all right, cool. This guy got 200 K, you know, he's got cancer. He's got pre-diabetes. He's got whatever the hell we need him to have so that we can make sure we can get him to give us a paycheck every, I don't know, man, you know, every month we'll be able to cash out a little bit more from this fool. So I really hope that a lot of people listening to this can really take this and incorporate it into their lives because honestly, this is one of the things that I'm passionate about is nutrition and obviously trying to cover the gaps in my nutrition. And one of the biggest things that I find it's damn near impossible for me to do it strictly off of the food right now, because with the options that we have presented to us, it's almost impossible, man. But like I said, I'm actually more I hear you talk about it. I'm very excited for it because I think this is going to be the way health should be moving into in the future in the very near future man so this is this is awesome man well thanks i appreciate it. well let me let me say a couple of things that you mentioned you talked about minerally deficient soils and um you know still foods are, the plant foods are super important even if they are min more minerally deficient than they were years ago mm -hmm. uh, but like, if you look at the RDA, they have recommended amounts for both greens and orange vegetables and legumes and et cetera, et cetera. So only 3% of them, or no, 3% of Americans get enough greens, right? Only 2% get enough orange vegetables. Only 1% uh, get enough whole grains, et cetera. Only 4% get enough legumes. What? Nobody's eating their whole plant food. So it's critically important, but those plant foods compared to where they were a hundred years ago. So if you've seen, you've, I'm sure you've heard of the, the Senate document from, I think it was 1923 that they came out. It was a Senate document 264, if I remember correctly. And what they said is, you know, our, the mineral salts of our soils are so depleted that we're developing deficiency diseases. This was in, I think it was 1923 in that time period and we've stripped you know what we're doing was we're putting npk back into the soils and stripping out all those minerals over and over again and nice. all we're getting is nitri nitrogen potassium and phosphate phosphorus right those are the three we shove back in and here we are just getting those three minerals and everything else is just getting depleted and has been for all of these years and so they're so depleted so we're depleted and then Going one step further, I'm going to give you an example of something. So the USDA measured the amount of fat on a chicken in uh, 1896, and then they do it every year. And sometimes it's the USDA and sometimes the FDA, whatever. But it was 1.8%. Uh, do you know what it is today? 10 to 20. 23.8. Holy crap. <laughs> oh, so what? Think about this. When they measured it the first time, that chicken was like a wild animal. 
And mm-hmm. wild animals, that's about the number that they hang out with. That's actually even a little bit low. I would have guessed it was going to be like three to 5%. But in any event, normally, if you look at wild animals, they're usually at about three, four, 5%, right? But our chickens, they, they have become incredibly obese. And not only that, but they're fed arsenic stuff. They're getting... They, there's this obesogenic virus that's now leaped species to humans. I don't know if you've heard of that. I've heard They're of obesity. Down this yeah. weird route, but we're we're really struggling with our food supply. Getting clean food is critically important, and getting whole food, even though we can't. I mean, organic food, in my opinion, is much better. But it's not perfect in this country because it's been it's part of the agribusiness now too, right? Yeah. But it's better than conventional food from what I can see based on the, the toxicities that are in it and the, the nutrient content. I've seen some studies that say there are no differences, but I've also seen other ones where there's a lot more minerals in, in um, organic food. So take it with a grain of salt. But to me, I choose to go with the organic because I would far prefer to stay out of the, you know, having all those pesticides, herbicides and everything like that on it. A hundred percent, man. Those are also the endocrine dis- disruptors that nobody wants in their system. And I mean, yeah. for me, it's kind of like my biggest fear is always like the youth, the kids that are coming up. And I mean, a lot of things that we see now with ideology trying to be basically mixed into biology. I'm like, it's just not happening. However, I do feel that a lot of this confusion has to do with, you know, the foods coming in and a lot of these poisonous things inside of the body that are causing the hormones to get a little bit disrupted. Right. And, you know, that's a whole nother bag of worms. And to me, it's, I have two boys, right? And for me, that, that I always come back to them. It's like, what am I doing to put food on the table that's healthy, organic, the best that I can possibly do? What supplements am I giving them? Because even for my boys, like we do give them supplements, you know, like little tads here and there just to make sure that they're optimal, that they're at a good, you know, eating the foods that they need to be and, and make sure that they're just as healthy as they can possibly be. And that being said, like one of the biggest things that I did see in my boys is kind of like, yo, they're growing like they're growing like trees, dude. <laughs> you know, and, and I see it. I'm kind of shocked by, you know, the muscle mass is there. The development is there. And I mean, I probably pay attention to it more closely than, you know, other parents just because, you know, this is kind of my wheelhouse. And I want to make sure that my boys are, you know, rep- they represent that. Right. Like I want to make sure they're healthy, that they're strong. You know, their test levels are good. And my son even tells me, he's like, yeah, bro, I'm getting more veins in my arms. I'm like, hey, fantastic, man. (laughs) You know, come tell me about test levels and all that, too. And I'm like, I feel like, you know, that conversation needs to be had, right? But the other thing that I was going to jump into, because, hey, I'm one of these parents that wants to give their kids the best. Would you recommend SOS nutrients for a kid? Like, let's say like a half a scoop or whatever the case may be, just like a smaller amount? Yeah, absolutely. The problem that uh, our kids... And it sounds like not your kids, but uh, a lot of kids in the United States is they're eating junk food all day. I I mean, so they get up and they have milk with cereal, right? And it's just these. And if you look at the lack of nutrition and the spiking of the blood sugar, along with dairy, dairy has so many problems associated with it. So like to really give kids like they have so many things that they can buffer these toxic insults with, but it's still impacting them. And we're having all sorts of things like diabetes happening younger and younger. We're having obesity happening younger and younger. And so having real nutrition is 
critically important. So yeah, it would be fantastic. And that is going to be an area I, I want to work with a, a local school here mm-hmm. and, and really demonstrate how much of a difference that can make. Because most kids are really struggling from lack of nutrition. And how does that come out? Comes out in, in poor skin, right? You know, how much, uh, you know, acne, depression, all of these different things. I mean, there are so many things that we can do. And um, so, yeah, I I, uh, I think it would be fantastic for kids. And yeah, depending on how big they are, they can have a half scoop or even less, if, depending on what age, if they're 18, they, I mean, or even yeah. 16 in their full size, like it sounds like your kids are, they can have the full <laughs> serving. That being said, I always tell everybody, you know, to start with one scoop of mine and then slowly build up over the course of like a month to two scoops, because it's got a lot of fiber. It's got a lot of nutrition. It's got detoxing agents and your body needs to get used to that. So mm-hmm. no, it's almost yeah. like building a muscle. A hundred percent, man. But to your point about that too, now that you mentioned the whole thing about the schools, you're right, dude. Like I, I, I find it shocking, but at the same time, I find it more disgusting. Like I actually get kind of pissed off when I see it, you know, with adults, I'm like, Hey, you're an idiot. If you eat McDonald's, that's on you. But with kids, I'm like, hey, man, they literally advertise to children and tell them, hey, man, it's good for you to have some of this here. You know, what is it? Honey Nut Cheerios. It's part of the Heart and Stroke Foundation. I'm like, you guys are causing heart and strokes, man. What is going on? You know, <laughs> then on top of that, here, here's some milk that's devoid of all minerals and vitamins. But here you go. Here's some of this white liquid. Well, we pasteurize it to make sure it's good to go. Now, raw milk is bad for you. You don't want that. You want this here. And then for lunch, we'll give you some fruit roll-ups, some Cheetos, some pizza pops. And it, I'm, honestly, it just kind of pisses me off because I'm like, okay, so we have an obesity problem, but nobody can make that connection there. So to your point about going to schools and giving them the shakes, I 100%, I think that's a necessity at this point. Like we have to do something to basically offset the trajectory that we're going on, right? So I think it's 100% necessary. But one of the things that I did want to jump into, because we've kind of looked into some of the ingredients that you have but kind of go in depth into what are the ingredients in the sos nutrients um um shake that you have and let us know a little bit more about the other one that you're developing because i'm curious (laughs) well so the first one so to answer that question the first one is really has no flavorings or sweeteners uh it's a purist sort of thing and it's to be mixed in with, with a smoothie a healthy smoothie and then you're going to have life-changing results. Really, that's I'm seeing it in real time. I'm I've got my own results, but I've got other people now doing it and really being able to demonstrate. But my next product, uh, which will be coming out in probably September or something like that, will have a flavored version. It's not ideal. The flavorings and sweeteners are not ideal. You know, you look at monk fruit and stevia and things mm-hmm. like that. And think, oh, they're non-caloric sweeteners that still ups your A1C or your level of blood sugar, right? You can measure that. It is not an innocuous thing. So I don't like it. I'm being forced into it for people that just want to put it in water and go, okay, it's better than that. And so you have to do it. So be it, but it's not ideal. Um, And then I have a multivitamin. Again, it's a stepwise. I shouldn't be saying this. My PR person is going to shoot me in the head, right? (laughs) But a multivitamin, if somebody just wants to get that, it's not going to have the, you know, the enzyme blend. It's not going to have the mushroom blend. It's not going to have the greens blend. It's not going to have the berry blend. It's not going to have the prebiotic blend, et cetera, et cetera. 
But if somebody just wants to get their vitamin C, which will come from uh, an amla extract, and they want to get their zinc from a guava leaf extract, and they want to get their iodine from a, a iodine extract, et cetera, et cetera, that will be the thing. So those are the products coming out. And my next products after that will be addressing specific issues. It will be like blood sugar support, okay, blood pressure support, and it'll be a whole package. It's a full on thing to deal with right? How do you take somebody that has a blood sugar issue and you get them balanced out? And so there are going to be lifestyle things to do and then a whole series of supplements. And I'm telling you, I'm working with people. I would even show you like their blood sugar numbers on their 24 hour glute. I mean, we're just having fantastic results. The studies are there. SOS nutrient stands for science of supplements. So I don't do anything without tremendous backing. So What's in the current version, it's nine components. There's a full blend of greens and it's mostly cruciferous vegetables, broccoli, kale, broccoli sprouts, because so anti-cancer. I mean, it's mm -hmm. just getting around. Then it's got a blend of, uh, of the, the kelps that I talked about. It's got green tea, it's, uh, it's got spinach. It's a full greens blend, right? And then we've got a full freeze-dried berry blend. And the reason why I say freeze-dried is because almost nobody does it. It's three times more expensive. But if you look at the studies, freeze-drying retains almost all the nutrients, right? Wow. Yeah. And it tastes a little bit better, but it's really the thing is it just, uh, it also, it retains almost everything, almost like 90% compared to fresh. Fantastic, right? Mm -hmm. If you look at air-dried, it's put under heat. They're just, they, they pulverize it and put it under heat. So- I know I'm going into a little bit longer, but you know, berries are the, the most uh, nutritious fruits, right? And so we do concentrated ones with specific nutrients like uh, goji berries, which have tremendous amounts of zeaxanthin, which concentrates in the eyes and the brain, crosses the blood brain barrier. Fantastic for protecting. It's an antioxidant, right? Protects against oxidative stress, critically important for both the brain and the eyes. You have anthocyanins, which protect the heart fantastic studies on that. Like, so there are all sorts of things around there. Then I have a mushroom blend. Mushrooms are fantastic from building up immunity. I I, I don't know how I can say this anti-cancer. I'll just say, so then you've got prebiotics uh, or probiotics. So I have 10 billion CFUs or colony forming units of three bacillus strains, which is great for repopulating the gut, but it's not nearly as important as the probiotics. You need to feed your gut bacteria and constantly keep them happy and well-fed. And the way you do that is with prebiotics, um, which can be things like resistant starch, both soluble and insoluble fiber. So we have a whole bunch of prebiotics in there to basically keep a consistent amount so that your, your gut bacteria is kept happy. Then we have an enzyme blend that was designed specifically for this by a company called Enzymology Research. That's all they do. And so we, we had them design one specifically so that you would get everything out of this. Then I have a, a seed blend. Um, and it's like we have an organic sprouted uh, golden flaxseed that is able to sustain long periods of time because omega-3 is very uh, easy to oxidize. But this is one that the process they do, it's not a process. They somehow get it because I've tested it. I've actually had the stuff tested and it doesn't oxidize at nearly like a normal rate. It's fantastic. So we have that. We have also another one which has um, 
uh, organic uh, sprouted chia seeds. And then let's see, what else do we have in there? We have extract blends and a botanical blend. I, I know I'm going on a long time. Botanical <laughs> has like turmeric and ashwagandha, black pepper, elderberries, amla powder. I mean, these are fantastic things. And so having a consistent dose of these, they can just make a substantial difference, but you want to take it slow. So that's why I tell people start yeah. with one scoop, your body will just build up. And I'm telling you, you're going to start feeling energetic very quickly. You're going to start feeling it, but you want to not give yourself a detox reaction to begin with. Yeah, because I imagine if you basically get those toxins out of your system real quick, you'll probably feel a little bit crappy for a while, right? Yeah, yeah. No, that that can happen. And it's, uh, I always thought detox was a, like, you know, people always talk about detox, but I always thought it was kind of a buzzword, but it's actually <laughs> a legitimate thing. I mean, I know when somebody fasts, you have that, but I didn't normally yeah. think. But things like broccoli sprouts trigger a detox. Things like kale triggers a detox, things like turmeric. And so when you have all of these things coming at different angles, it can it can start having that. That's super interesting, man. And even what led you into uh, mushrooms? Because for myself, it's kind of, you know, I, I started ex experimenting or looking more into like psilocybin healing, but that was more for like trauma-based things. But now I'm seeing that it's being incorporated more, more and more into the nutritional side of things. What made you say, hey, you know what, this is something valuable, valuable that I should incorporate into this mix? Well, so I started looking at specific things. Like one was blood sugar. And um, if you look at the studies around like reishi, I mean, it's fantastic. You look at other ones that are connected with cancer, like off the chart, right? So there's a... On each of these, like I talked about all these different greens and berries and everything. There's a full dose of each of these. This is nine in one. Like, so there's two grams. That might not sound like a lot to some of your listeners, but that's a, if you buy just a mushroom product on the market, mm -hmm. that's the serving size. You don't want, you don't need to take a lot. You just need it consistent. And, and so I bought an American made organic version that is has a high beta glucan and a low starch. And the reason why I say low starch is because the way that a lot of them do it is they grind up the substrate that they're on. And so you're paying basically overpriced for, for oats or sorghum or whatever it's grown on. So I make sure that the starch is less than 5% because it has natural starches, but you don't want any, you don't want the starch that it's being grown on interesting because yeah i guess it's just like a filler kind of component that they just want to put in there to be like hey we gave you more grams than you asked for <laughs> but none of exactly. it's what you really want exactly that's super interesting man i mean the one thing that i could definitely tell is that this is a passion project for you man because this is uh i mean i think most people would just kind of gloss over and they just kind of look at them look at look at the quarterly amounts and say hey you know i'm making cash money you know, is it really making a difference? Probably not. But hey, it looks cool on that shelf <laughs> and it's sexy to market. And I'm just going to sell it on Amazon. But from what I can tell and what I gather, man, is that you got the backing off the top of your head for so many studies. You've done the science. You've done the research, man. I'm really I'm really looking forward to just probably copying my, some myself, man. So I'll be completely honest with you. I'm very, very impressed. I'm looking forward to what you're going to do in the near future, Stephen, because this is crazy. This is This is interesting, man. Well, thanks, man. I appreciate it. I, I appreciate it. Yeah. And I, I'll, I'll send you over a discount code for you and your, and your uh, listeners. But um, 
Yeah, I'm just, I, so I've done many businesses, as I said, and I have always done them for financial reasons. This is not that way. And I want to get this out into the world. I want to see the difference. I'm going to donate all the profits. I don't normally say that, but wow. like to me, I just want to like, as long as I get paid, I, I want to get $7,000 a month. I know that's weird to say, but as long as I get that, I don't care. After that, if this makes $10 million in a year, which it won't because there's very small margins. So that's why I'm doing this guerrilla marketing, to be quite honest, and getting yeah. forested to put it out there and stuff like that. But, you know, the truth is, is I, I just I feel good with the last sales of, of my last businesses. And I just want to get this out and work with people to get healthy. So anybody who signs up, I'll sit down and talk with them. If they have a blood sugar issue, I'll tell them all the things. So, you know, if I, my screen is frozen or I'd show you what I had, like my psoriasis that I had was bad at one time. Yeah. And what I did is I built a base of nutrition and then targeted it with a whole bunch of nutraceuticals that were specific for psoriasis. And that's the sort of thing that really works. And you can do that with diabetes. You can do that with cancer. You can do that with hypertension, you can do it with autoimmune conditions, et cetera, et cetera, everything. There's so much data available. And I've been doing these deep dives for years and working with people and I'm fascinated. So I'm just, yeah. So, but thank you for your positive feedback. I appreciate no, it. No, man. Like, thank you for putting this into the world because I really feel like, you know what? Times are changing. People are tired. I'm tired. I think the older we get, the more we start to realize, you know what? I'm just sick and tired of being lied to, man. Like, <laughs> You know, and I say that with a smile on my face and kind of joke around about it, but until it, it comes to my kids and I kind of get a little bit territorial and I'm, I get a little pissed off, tell you the truth, you know, where they're always trying to advertise donuts and a whole bunch of bullshit where I'm like, hey, no, like this is enough, right? And I honestly believe that in the near future, we're going to have to start implementing some of these protocols and start getting this into our kids' diets more and more. You know, we got to put down the Pop-Tarts and bring the SOS nutrition, baby, because I mean... We got to change the way things are in order for this world to really heal up and get better. So, Stephen, man, it was honestly, it was a blast having you on the show. But before you leave, you got to tell us where we can find you and um, all your social media links and all that good stuff. All right. Well, hey, thanks again for having me on. Uh, the The best place to go and find out the information is is from the website, sosnutrients.com. So just SOS and then the word nutrients.com. And uh, yeah, no, this has been a blast. You're fun to chat with and got to go over all this stuff. Cause, but we could have spun out on a whole bunch of different. Oh subjects. yeah, dude. <laughs> yeah, I, but... oh, no. You still there? Oh yeah, I'm here. I'm here. There you are. Yeah, I, I froze for a minute there. But all right. Well, hey, thanks again, CJ. Really appreciate you having me on. Hey, man, absolute blast. And I would love to have you on when you have your next product out. Or if you just want to talk about, you know, nutrition, where it stands and all that good stuff, man. Because I, I learned a lot, man. Learned a lot. And definitely I got a lot of studies I got to look into now, especially the one about pine bark extract. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, that one, that's a great one. There are a whole bunch of things. Yeah, we can chat about that sometime if you want, because there are a whole bunch of things along that line that I bet your listeners would find interesting. So you, uh, but yeah. Um, Hey, what's your email address? And I'll send you a discount code. Oh, uh, email is, hold on. We're, oh, I'll pause the recording and we'll go from there. Oh, I'm sorry. It's <laughs> all good. We'll talk to you guys next time. If you're still listening. <laughs> <laughs> sorry.